0: Hello, I'm Pete Toriello. And I'm Maureen Toriello. And we are the Sonic Boomers. Boomers. Episode number 94. We're calling this one, Let's Get It Together.
1: Let's get Get it together. together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Right now, right now. (laughs) There's
1: about three or four songs we could probably reference on that one. But before we do that, I just wanted to follow up on something from last episode. Okay. If you recall at the very end when we do our trivia questions, I gave Pete the question about what TV personality was on the cover of Esquire magazine wearing a Beatles wig. In 1965. In
0: 1965.
1: So Pete actually guessed correctly that it was- Wait wait, wait
0: a minute, wait a minute. What do you mean actually?
1: (laughs) What do you mean
0: actually guessed? (laughs) Right. Do, I not, do I not get them right most of the time?
1: Uh, 50-50. <laughs> anyway, yes. so that led us to speculate what the heck that even looked like with Ed Sullivan wearing a Beatles wig.
0: We couldn't begin to fathom it. We
1: couldn't begin to. So unfortunately, for those of you that are just listening, you're not going to get the benefit of this. But and that's
0: why you need to watch, watch our podcast on, on YouTube. YouTube.
1: But for the YouTube viewers, I just wanted to share with you this is, is that in close whoops, to go ahead. Woo! <laughs> now it looks really bizarre. <laughs> that's,
0: that's pretty scary, you gotta admit.
1: So that's Ed Sullivan wearing a Beatles wig on the Esquire magazine, July 1965.
0: Now, we're right now on our show, <laughs> Jopo, we're going to bring out the dancing bear, but first... Topo, GGO,
1: come on out here, Topo. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just wanted to, I, I felt like we kind of left that one hanging. Yes. And I wanted to give our listeners the full benefit of all, <laughs> of that, all is, our, that is really scary. Especially when you pulled it up front like that really yeah. close. It looks really, really bizarre. But anyway. Yeah. So what are we talking about this week?
0: Well... Our listeners that have been following our podcast over the last couple of years know that you and I are part of a church movement
1: mm-hmm.
0: called Independent Catholicism, right? which means that we are not we are former Roman Catholics. We are still Catholic, but we are not Roman Catholics, and there are many different kinds of Catholics in the world. The Roman Catholic Church does not have a trademark on the term Catholic maybe you'd like to expand a little bit more on independent Catholicism.
1: Well, this is something that, you know, we only recent, kind of recently, I'd say in the last 10 years, got aware of. Right. But, um, you know, growing up, we had often heard about Russian Orthodox or Greek Orthodox Catholics, and that's all I knew as far as a non-Roman version of Catholicism. But actually, there's quite a large number— and. Actually, the, the number is not even known because not all of them are huge um, movements. A lot of them are very small in, you know, uh, jurisdictions that only maybe in, encompass one parish.
0: And that so, parish could be...
1: Five people. <laughs> five people,
0: ten people. Or it could be a parish of a few hundred, maybe.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's... It's one of those things it's a little hard to quantify, and that I think is part of the, the problem. But at any rate, um, there's you know, there may or may not be one near you, but if you go online and you do a little diligence, you'll probably find a lot more information. I don't want to take up the podcast with you know, right. too much of this history stuff.:
0: And we do want to acknowledge our fellow extraordinary Catholics who might be listening mm-hmm. from the extraordinary Catholic movement. And Father Jamie Mathias, who has been really lovely in in promoting the the Sonic Boomers podcast. We are doing this one especially for you guys.
1: Yes. Now, in a recent posting on the Extraordinary Catholics Facebook page, um, there was a a posting about, with the title, Schismatics with a question mark. Mm
0: -hmm. Now, should we explain what Schismatics is for people who don't know?
1: Um, Basically, it is... How would you say it? Um, a movement that of of people that leave one, like say Roman Catholic, and you leave because you have a different way of doing something or your di- different views, and you do not accept the one hundred percent of whatever the Roman Catholic Church is serving,
0: right. which they want as is- Roman Catholics to do. They want you to one
1: hundred percent pray, pay, and obey. Yeah. So anybody that then comes up with a alternative, they view as schismatic because you have broken off from Mother Church. Yeah. So a schism is anything that is broken off of the original vine. Which you you are free to do, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a free country. So it's a free um, country. You're not the boss of me. So anyway, um, I just wanted to start off with this reference that that was was on the um, Sonic Boomers, yeah, on the Extraordinary Catholics page Mm -hmm. on Facebook. And it says, it's come to our attention that the Roman Catholic Archdiocese of Denver, the Archdiocese of Santa Fe, and the Diocese of Orlando have published announcements on their websites warning, in quotes, God's people of the inclusive expressions of Catholicism near them, like we are a threat. How should we respond to this trend? Should we simply ignore them and hope they go away? How would we respond if our names or communities were placed on such a list? Is there some way to show our solidarity with and to support the persecuted clergy and communities on these lists?
0: Now we should explain too, that when we're talking about the inclusiveness of the extraordinary or the independent catholic movement we are talking about it means that our churches do not exclude the lgbtq community we do not tell you that if you are a member of that community you are intrinsically disordered we do not tell you that we do not deny communion because you are in lgbtq community we do not deny it Because you might disagree with the Roman Catholic teaching on abortion. Perhaps you are a pro-choice person. You know what? You do you. We don't deny communion. We don't deny you communion if you are a divorced Catholic. Because, unfortunately, not all marriages work out. Yeah. And that doesn't make you an adulterer. It doesn't make you a sinner. It just didn't work out. So when we say inclusive Catholics, we're meaning
1: we include everybody; we exclude no one. Right, and uh, you know, and we've gone through this before. But some of the other differences that extraordinary Catholics adhere to are the role of women in the church. We ordain women. Uh, also, the uh, um, that priests of male or female can be married and it can be same sex marriage or it can be heterosexual marriages it doesn't you know they, they are allowed to have have a family and also serve as pastors and leaders of churches within the independent catholic movement
0: so these uh, dioceses diocese, what is the plural of diocese, diocese. these dioceses that you just mentioned yes they're basically warning people against us mm-hmm. because we are inclusive. Yes. And we are somehow a threat to God's people.
1: Yes. Well they want they don't want you to fall into being led astray. Yeah. Now the funny I I probably should tell this story. It's kind of funny that Pete and I actually became aware of the independent Catholic Church in our area and of the movement in general, because a friend of ours sent us an email warning us not to be fooled by this church.
0: This false church, church. He, I believe he called I it.
1: I think so. Yeah. And I, on one level, I do get it because we are catholic and we yes. are very similar like if you go to our liturgies you're not going to see necessarily a whole lot of difference so i could see where somebody could come in thinking we were roman catholic and they want to be roman catholic and they come in and they think they're in the roman church and they're not yeah. that that much i can i can go with but to, to but we're
0: not going to preach any message in there that is going to pervert these people. No, <laughs> there's nothing going on like that in there. Absolutely Where not. you're you're going to come in and come out, and your values have been perverted in, in right, quite right some way. That's but
1: the, like I said, the funny thing is we got this email, yeah. and it was like, don't be fooled by this, you know, heretic, heretical church, and you know, uh, false teaching, and, all. and, in the email he stated. You know, they allow married clergy. I was like, well, that sounds good. Check. Check. Well, they, you know, the women are being ordained. I was like, okay, that's a good one. Check. You know, they recognize homosexuality. All right. Check. <laughs> <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> yeah. It's like everything he was citing in this email as something to be objected to, yeah. excuse me, was... Something I. Something was, that
0: we I were in favor, favor of. of. We were like, well, where do we sign up?
1: Exactly. So, I mean, in, in kind of an answer to this query that they put on the Extraordinary Catholics webpage, or Facebook page, is, you know, it's not necessarily bad publicity because we also know at St. Francis of Assisi, American National Catholic Church, which we are a part of Glenridge, in Glen Ridge, New Glen, Rich, Jersey we have experienced that as well. There's a local Catholic church only a few blocks away, a Roman Catholic church. And periodically, our church gets some press about different things that we're very community-oriented, we're very social justice conscious, and we get some good good press. And it'll be in the local paper, and the priest there at the, the Roman church will get up in the pulpit and call us out and say, you know, this is wrong. This is this is not a Catholic yeah. church. They're they're masquerading as Catholic, and they're not. He you wouldn't
0: even shake hands with our pastor because they were they were at some community
1: yes event. It was a com- an ecumenical service. In our
0: in our 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 pastor who was also our bishop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, went up to this other pastor of the the Roman Church and wanted to say hi and shake hands. Right. And You know, it, we can agree to disagree. Sure. And he snubbed him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But what I was going to say is every time that this has happened, where that priest gets up in the pulpit and badmouths us, they show up at our door to check it out. The next Sunday, we've got more people, and a lot of them stay. Yeah. So. Bring it on! <laughs> I would say.
0: Bring it on! We'll meet you out in the schoolyard, Rev.
1: No, I don't want to be like that. And, you know, no, and, no, I'm just but like open. we have often said. We're not out to rob churches. No. If you're happy, if you're getting fulfilled, if you stay where you if, are, you know, if you're nobody's. Happy. We're not telling you to leave.
0: But if you, but if I know you you lot a lot of
1: you are. If you
0: have a craving for something different, something that we think is better, because it's inclusive and because. It continues the work of Vatican II. We invite you to join an independent Catholic church if you can locate one near you. Yeah. And unfortunately there are not a lot of them around the country. You know?
1: Yeah. That that's that's the one drawback is that you may you may be feeling called to go oh, to one and yeah. there may not be one near you.
0: But some of them also offer their services on the internet where you can I would watch. say
1: almost all like of them do now. we do in,
0: in Glen Ridge. We have it live every Sunday at 11 o'clock and then we have the rebroadcast on cable TV and you can also watch it
1: anytime you want on YouTube. YouTube. And we also have our daily masses are live streamed on Facebook. So you know that's just our church. But I would say since the pandemic I would say almost to a Fault, almost all of them have at least some of their worship services online in some capacity, it be it YouTube, be it Facebook, be it on their webpage. Um, so just because it, you can't physically get there, you probably can still connect in some way online. It's, I know it's not the best. It's much better in person, I, you know. but it is what it is.
0: You might be wondering, why are we calling this podcast let's get it together because we as independent catholics need to get together we need to get our act together and present a united movement and it's easier said than done we're starting to discover
1: right and um... there
0: is power in numbers and again we're not going to war with rome you know that's that's not what it's about but what we need to do is we need to let the world know that we are out there. We're not going away and Rome can beat up on us all they want. We're not going away. No. And we need to say that in one loud, clear voice.
1: I think so. But that, like you said, it's easier said than done. Yeah. And you know, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like I'm going to get in trouble, but, you know, I... I'm it won't almost, be the first time that we've gotten in trouble. <laughs> I mean... Why make it the last? That's what I always say. <laughs> but uh, what, what we found in uh, doing some research and, and just our own experiences is, is that there's an, there's a lot of um, kind of fiefdoms within the movement. And I, I dare say probably within a lot of the, the major uh, denominations, you know, each individual parish, they want what they want. They want their pastor. They want it done their way. And the, they don't pa- the be pastor told wants what to it do. his way.
0: You know? <laughs> and a lot of times the pastor wants it his That's way. What, and and the, they don't all play. If you try to put them together, they don't play nicely in the sandbox.
1: Yeah. <laughs> now, the, there's a... A book um, that I think we've referenced before, and I, I should have had it with me, but I don't remember. But they talk about islands and bridges, that there's all these islands of individual Catholic, independent Catholic churches. Right. And what they're all existing as islands in this vast body of water. What we need to do is find a way to make bridges so that the islands can connect. We're not saying that they need to all be... in lockstep, but I think the first step is to find what we can agree to agree on.
0: And apparently there are questions that had been raised in various churches inside the extraordinary Catholic movement. Well, do we let these guys in? Mm -hmm. Do we let those guys in? Do we let this church in? Do we let... And that, you know, remember in the Bible there was something about I think it was the Apostle Paul said, You can't have, well, I'm with Barnabas and I'm with this guy and yeah. I'm with, with that guy. Yeah. Uh, that is, I don't think it's a good thing for the extraordinary Catholic movement to be splintered.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, a house
0: divided cannot stand.
1: Except, exactly. But, you know, it's a big task. And yeah. uh, there's, there's been some. Uh, inroads being made by, by Father Jamie and uh, Matthias down in Texas and some of his uh, cohorts. I, I don't know who they all are at this point. I'm still learning, but um, there's been a few um, like meetings and gatherings and uh, to talk about what we can agree on and where the bridges could be possibly built. And I think that's a very, very good thing, a very encouraging and thing. And
0: isn't the movement reaching out to Roman Catholic churches to say, can we talk?
1: Um I I think they've done that already. Because yeah. uh, wasn't there an ad being placed? Well there was an ad in the National Catholic Oh God, you know, National Catholic I wish you, Register, maybe? I don't know. I wish you hadn't just thrown this at me because I, I don't recall the exact oh, right. title of the publication. But um, you may or may not have heard that this, the bishops in the Roman Church are going to be having one of their synods, which is a meeting of the of the bishops um, next year, I believe it is. To and, meet
0: and hobnob with their brother <laughs> wizards.
1: And, you know, to talk about... Things like some of the things that we have already settled in the independent Catholic movement about mm. you know uh, open communion and uh, you know LGBTQ and all all different a whole myriad of different issues And what we did was we put an ad in, in with a letter encouraging them to consider some of the things that we, hold mm. dear and you know when the, um john the 23rd convened vatican 2 and he said we need to open up the windows and let some new air in we we did that and we kind of were sharing our experience with the roman bishops you know preliminary to their attending at the synod asking them to you know prayerfully con- consider some of the things that we differ with them on and to see whether or not there could be some, uh, you know, some form of agreement that would allow us, like you said, to play in the sandbox together. And they they did say things like, you know, it's a big ocean out there and the, the Roman church was the big ship and maybe it was sinking a little bit and people were jumping off. Well, the independent Catholics are the little tugboats that are out there rescuing the people that mm, that are jumping. Were, were jumping. And we all have a place. We all in the end want to have the relationship with God in whatever way it, it formulates in your own life. And they're kind of saying that this is you know, this is something that we need to as God's people and as God's family, to come together in whatever ways that we can agree and that, that it's got to benefit the whole. Yeah. So, we're, you know, that, that's kind of encouraging, but there, I think. But there does
0: need to be unity amongst the various jurisdictions in the extraordinary Catholic movement. It certainly there would help. It needs to be unity. It certainly there, would help. You need to to break down any fiefdoms Everybody's got to play well in the sandbox for us to make any any headway. I think.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it, it's. I, I think that the, the main thing is to come up with the the at least the minimal list of what we can all agree on. I guess I'm kind of like I, that that I'm thinking about last week when we were talking about the education and I was like we need a minimum standard mm-hmm. for each grade. I think we need a minimum of doctrinal truths that we can all hold to or experiential things that we can all say okay, you know, maybe you don't like this, but we all hold the Eucharist as, you know, important right. or we all have you know the liturgy will all consist will all consist of at least two readings a gospel, a, you know a consecration a presentation it's something that we can start as a as a template as a as a framework and
0: what do you think about confession
1: what about it
0: should that be something that is uniform across the extraordinary Catholic movement for it, example in in our church in Glen Ridge... We offer confession, but it's not mandatory. It's not right. required for you to receive communion because we offer general absolution at the beginning of the Mass. Right. So it's not really necessary for us. But if you feel, if you're one of those folks that feels better sitting down with a priest and doing a confession, our priests will be happy to provide that mm-hmm. for you.
1: Absolutely. And, and so
0: I'm wondering if, if maybe that would be a, another good uh, rock for the extraordinary catholic movement to say well as ecs see what i did yeah, with that yeah. <laughs> um, we make confession optional but i don't know if all of the jurisdictions in the movement are going to agree to that
1: yeah i'm not sure i mean confession is one of the seven sacraments yes. and I, you know we all all of them all of the jurisdictions do have seven sacraments as right. far as i know so i mean it's it's always out there the way it is administered is a different thing, and whether it's required or not required is a different thing. Um, you know, I, I know some churches, like uh, our, our friends that uh, were in a church down in Thomas River, they do not even do the absolution at Mass. They don't even do the the uh, confiter at the beginning. So, I mean... It's a wide gamut, and that's what makes it hard. Again, the confiti or is? Is the, I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, is where you acknowledge that you were sinful and, you know, express sorrow for your sins and, you know, your intention to do better. Right. So uh, that's usually at the beginning of most of the Catholic masses.
0: Right. It, that becomes a discussion on atonement theology.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, but that's what I'm saying. There's so many aspects, and that's what makes it so hard. Yeah. And I think, you know, if we could just maybe whittle away one at a time, maybe we need to just talk about Eucharist for a while and hammer that out. What what happens? Do you believe in transubstantiation? Do you believe in something else? What who's, who can receive, who can't receive? Do you make difference? Maybe that's a, a good starting point.
0: Again, for our listeners who are not Catholic, transubstantiation is
1: the belief that the body, the bread and wine, become the actual body and blood of Christ.
0: Right. As opposed to now, there's consubstantiation. Right. Is that?
1: It's kind of the same. They're kind of the same thing. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, not going to go into not,
0: See, Maureen has her master's in liturgy. Yes. So anytime that I have a question, she's the one that I always defer to.
1: Thank you. <laughs> Sometimes you throw me a, a curveball when keep I don't your, expect Keeping it. you on your toes,
0: baby. Keeping you on your toes. I know,
1: I know. don't expect it. See, we don't, we don't necessarily plan out these podcasts That's quite for obvious. <laughs> But I mean, we have a general theme, and we talk about where where we're going. But we don't have a bullet points, and we don't have yeah, because we a want script. it to be spontaneous. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, sometimes when, when Pete says something, I stumble a little bit. That's that's why. And sometimes Not I'm stupid. Sometimes Maureen <laughs>
0: says something, and I go,
1: "What? What did she say?" So that's yeah.
0: So our you know our our bottom line on this is that as extraordinary Catholics, independent Catholics. The time has come, really, for us to get it together now. Yep, absolutely. And uh, and let's let's get let's move this. How many how many stupid sports things can I come up with? Let's let's move this ball down the field. <laughs> yeah. Let's spike this one over the goal line. <laughs> yeah. Let's knock out a home run, <laughs> slam dunk, <laughs> slam dunk it. <laughs> dunk it. But let's get it done and let's get together. Sounds for, good to for me. What we hope is the good of God's people. We hope so. And Jamie Mathias, we love you guys. We love you guys. Uh, okay, it's time now for the Boomer Trivia it, Podcast. Yes. And uh, you know what? I didn't even look at a question for you, but I'm ready. I've got one now. Well,
1: I've got the same card as the last time I right. got something different. Remember I said there were two but I was debating right. on, so all all right. I'm going to so give you the, the other, other one. one now. Okay. This is on the silver screen. Okay. Uh, category. What Broadway musical featured Ethel Merman belting out there's no business like show business.
0: Wow, well, I should know this. Oh, boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's there's what, no business. I can hear her doing it. I was gonna say it. I
1: can hear her doing it. I've you know You could hear her a mile <laughs> away without a microphone. I've heard you know certainly heard that song many times, but I I never knew what show it was associated with it and it kind of surprised me. Hmm. You know
0: I'm gonna go for something really out there and only watch. because He's I'm gonna get
1: it right. Because I'm much. going
0: with my gut. Okay. Was it Andy get your gut? Oh gun? stop it.
1: You peeked. I did not peek. That's what it Andy, Andy get there your you go. Gun.
0: Always go with your gut. Uh oh When you're doing trivia, when you're doing Jeopardy, always go with your...
1: I can't believe you got that. (laughs) Okay.
0: Ah, Pete Toriello, you, again, are astounding. Okay.
1: (laughs) In your own mind. In
0: my own mind. All right, here we go. For you. What gossip columnist's big break came when she hosted Dateline Hollywood in 1967?
1: Oh, golly. I'm picturing her. Redhead?
0: I don't know. I think we only had black and white in our house. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it was all gray to me.
1: All right, well. Um, I'm uh, thinking
0: she was blonde.
1: Okay, then. I don't know. Um, a Hopper?
0: Rona Barrett.
1: Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, she was. Rona Barrett. She was blondish. Yeah.
0: You want me to give you another one? Yeah. Try and try and redeem yourself here <laughs> after my sterling performance. Here we go. What film's sequel was where angels go, trouble follows? What film's sequel was where angels go, trouble follows? Your time. Your attempt at redemption (laughs) begins now.
1: Was there one called The Trouble with Angels? There you go. All right. Right you are. (laughs) Ah, sweet uh,
0: redemption. Yeah. Hey, listen, we want to thank you so much for listening to this edition of Sonic Boomers podcast. You can write to us at our email, which is the sonic at AOL.com. Don't we change it again? <laughs> no, I think we're settled with that. We're, I'm, I'm tired of changing mail. I keep thinking if I go to the right mail thing, we'll get more responses. But we're going to stick with this because I'm, I'm tired of doing it. So okay. it's the Sonic Boomers at, at AOL.com. AOL. Write to us, and we promise we will write back to you. Absolutely. And, and even, even if you give us a knock, which occasionally happens.
1: And that's okay. That's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's a free country. <laughs> and on YouTube, be sure to subscribe. So you Please could.
0: subscribe. Our subscriptions are up a little bit, yeah, by the way, and I you,
1: noticed. And you subscribe, and you'll get notified whenever we post right, something. Right, ring the bell, subscribe, give us a like. And be sure to comment. You know, comments are, help us. First of all, it helps us get better numbers, and it also helps us fine-tune what kind of podcasts you like because yeah. we certainly cover a gamut of things here, Because and we want it that way. We want, it, we want to be free to talk about anything that comes off the top of our heads. Or out of someplace else. <laughs> so, um, you know, that that's partly what we're looking for, too, in your comments to give us some ideas.
0: And so until the next time, I'm Pete Toriello. And I'm Maureen Torriello. And now... Our challenge to you as Sonic Boomers is go out and make
1: Make some noise. noise!